Hello, thank you for downloading the Cast Iron Theatre podcast. I'm Andrew Allen. And I'm Michelle Duncan. So uh, we hope you're having a lovely January so far. Um, at Cast Iron Towers, we're prepping for the next uh, short play night. Uh, we're having lots of plays being submitted and we're bowled over by the uh, great things we're reading. Don't forget we have a series of four uh, improv workshops coming up every Sunday night in February. So take a look at that on our website for details of those. And if you pre-book, you'll be able to get a discount on all four classes. Now, we're continuing with our Finsbury podcast takeover, um, and this is episode three. So, Finsbury is a comic fantasy series that was created eight years ago by me and Rebecca Bowley and Will Parsons. Um, It's a lot of fun, and it still makes us laugh, so we thought we'd share it with you. Because it's a series, if you didn't listen to the first couple of episodes, you should go back, because then it will make a lot more sense. And be warned, there is swearing in this episode. And while you're listening to Finsbury, we're still recording the next few episodes of Cast Iron's regular theatre podcast, where we chat to all the Brighton creatives. Until then, we'll leave you with episode three of... Finsbury. Enjoy. Hey, you're through to the company, the multi-dimensional corporate governing body. Pick what you want or whatever. If you want sales, tap one now. For parking permits, hit two. For accounts, hit bot three. If you want online support, bottle four. Or for archives, spit on five. If you like information about the recent incident that led to the unfortunate destruction of Dimension 7441, piss on six. If you're a disgruntled union member of the now redundant and completely illegal private army of King Peabody who disappeared under perfectly normal circumstances, T7 with your left nipple. If you unwittingly killed a Gateway's guardian and signed a contract legally binding you to take on the role and any other subsequent duties the company deems necessary, no matter how frivolous you may think they are and you may wish to try and worm your way out of it, eat it now and then regurgitate it. For complaints about this message, wag. Thank you for pissing on six. Chill out while we whack you on hold. DJ Shitmat. Tune! No! I'll get the debt all again. Finsbury by Rebecca Bowley, Michelle Donkin, and Will Parsons. Episode 3. DJ Shitmat. I think it's attracting owls. Pass us a jam, Jack. Jack? Hmm? Oh, sorry. Here you go. Still no joy on the job front? No, I can't find anything decent. Look at this rubbish. Wanted. Translator proficient in the lost language of nostril quivering. As used once or twice by 9th century monks in the Monastery de Schnoz. Or, or, th- or this one. Vacancy for left-handed hairy person who doesn't mind damp places. Lambeth Council, grade C, £28,000 per annum. Oh, I suppose that's a maybe. What about that one you applied for last week? I still haven't heard anything. It's a brilliant opportunity. Head of customer service analysts for the biggest carpet cleaning company in the world. Fresh Piles. They've got their own brand of shampoo. Maybe it's too high up for me. I'll never get it. Probably not. 
Like it or not, you're working for the company now. Yeah, but they keep paying me in mood rings. I don't care how rare they are in Dimension 47. All I can get for them here is some tie-dye trousers and a small bag of weed. Someone's getting all purply red. Jesus! These hours are going to break the window! Hang up the phone! No, I've been on hold for an hour. They might pick up any minute. People have died waiting for them to pick up. Good people. What's that? Rat thing in the middle of them. It looks like their lunch. It's waving a bit of paper at us. Official messenger from the unusual missions department of the company, and then underneath, help me, help me, oh God, they're trying to eat me, oh God, written in his own blood. What do you think it means? Let him in, Jack, quick. It's your next assignment. Oh, get off, go! Oh. Bloody hell! Jesus! Oh, oh God! The owls! My eyes! The claws! The beaks! I hate feathers! Oh, oh Jesus! What took you so bloody long? Oh! Oh, sorry, we, we didn't realise you were out there. Oh, everything hurts! I saw my whole life playing before me, sailing away like a ship on a horizon, spinning into oblivion like a toenail down a plug hole, funneling into a singularity of space and time. I nearly died. Just give us the message, rat. I am no rat, sir. I am Squirrel Napkin from the communications department of the company. Sent with important mission details for a Mr. Fuzzycock. Important, eh? Well, that'll be for me then. Although my name's not Fuzzycock. I thought squirrels had big, bushy tails. What do you call this bad boy? <laughs> ah, don't look at me. Ew, it looks like a worm. Shut up, Lydia. Come on, Mr. Napkin. What does Jack have to do? The company need him to retrieve this which they believe to be somewhere on Dimension 413. It's only an artist's impression of what they think it might look like. It's a drawing of a circle with a dot in the middle. I mean, what the hell is it meant to be? Actually, it's just a circle. That's some of my blood. Give it here. What do they think it does? They wouldn't say, but I overheard something about making things more manageable. Compact. But that could be anything. I mean, it could be a pill for diarrhoea relief or a pot of hair gel. How's he meant to find it? They said it should be very distinctive. The company doesn't know any more than that. I must go. Good luck, Mr. Fuzzycock. Are you sure you want to go out that way? I must face my peril for the sake of the company. It is my duty. For my life is but a blot in a never-ending pool of... Lydia! All right, all right. Daddy! Chris! Hello, Jack. Pippa, you're looking well. I know. Tea? You'll have to look after Chris today. I have to go to work and Eddie's had an accident. Here's a bag of his stuff. Accident? Nothing too bad, I hope. Spine crushed, internal bleeding, anything shattered, coma. How long's he got? Oh, it was a skiing accident. He'll be fine, but he's in a complete body cast and can't move or speak. As you have nothing important to do, you'll have to look after Chris. Well, actually, I do have something important to do. Have you got a bit of paper with a circle drawn on it? Well, that's what I have to go and do. What? That's what... Nothing. You're right, I've got nothing to do. Yeah, I thought not. I'll pick him up later. Bye, Pippa. Can I play with the guinea pig? Uh, better not, mate. He's a bit grumpy. Look, why don't you go and watch cartoons for a bit? Yay! Yay! Bollocks. Don't look at me. 
Got work of my own to be getting on with. I'll see you later. It's fine. Come on, Jack. You're a modern man. You can handle this. Thanks so much, Sean. Sophia, come in, come in. He's just in the other room. It's no problem, Jack. We thought it would be a wonderful opportunity to practice, didn't we, darling? Yeah, that is what you said. We love children. And they do seem to take to us too, don't they, darling? They laugh a lot. Where is the little rascal? In here. Oh, isn't he lively? Great. Chrissy, it's Auntie Sophia. How long are you going to be? Practice, eh? I didn't know you wanted kids. I don't. Well, not yet. She got so excited when you called, I couldn't tell her that I'd rather eat my own face and have children now. Mate, you have to be honest with her. She thinks you love kids. I'm sure she'll forget about it after today. Just don't leave us here too long. What have you got to do? I just need to go to the job centre. No luck yet, then. What about that Fresh Piles job you applied for? They haven't rung. You might still hear something. I am Lord Vader and you must Just hurry up, mate. All right, thanks again. Why are you going out the window? Um, sometimes, Sean, I just like to feel the wind in my hair. You know, reminds me I'm a, I'm a living, breathing man. One heart, two balls, you know? Oh, yeah, try to keep the blinds down. Don't want anyone eyeing up the five-inch, no-deaf slim screen. See you later. You didn't have to take the pot plant. I could have handled that. Hello? Fresh piles? Fantastic. Yeah? Uh-huh. OK. Citizens of Debenham, this is God speaking. Will someone bring me a Diet Coke and make it snappy? Oh, and some ginger nuts. Hail to me, etc. Hail Almighty God. Hail Almighty God. Hail Almighty God. Why does the company always send me to these places? Do you really want me to answer that? Sean! Haven't had enough already, have you? <laughs> have you? No, Fresh Piles rang. You got a preliminary phone interview in half an hour. Brilliant! Oh, yes! I'll head back soon. I've just got to grab something really quickly. Thanks, Sean. Yes! Come on, Lydia, we've got to hurry up. Oh, I'm terribly sorry, Jack, but I seem to have a knee injury. You don't have legs, Lydia. And my ankles are swollen. Lydia! And my stilettos are giving me terrible blisters. I get your point. Did you hear? I won the Ramblers Magazine Leg Owner of the Year Award. The prize was a pair of tights and a trekking holiday in the Peruvian foothills. Well, just shut up. Oi, you! Why, on this most holy of holy days... Are you not wearing the obligatory garments as requested by our mighty God? You mean that chicken you have strapped to your head? Yes, and the traditional twin cone chest protector as worn by our forefathers in battle. And to complete the look, a single strategically placed lime green post-it. You know, they make those in bigger sizes now. Is requested by our Lord. Ha! I need to meet this guy. Not without the correct attire. You know what? I lent my last chicken to my brother and I'm fresh out of post-its. Is there any chance you could help me out? Of course. Today is Help a Random Stranger Day. The day after, Unreasonable Violence Wednesdays. Come, my house is this way. Oh, I'm one of those awkward sizes. You know, if you can get the post-it to fit one way, it just never fits the other. What's your name? I am Steve Pendus of the Majestic Ears. 
But you may call me Deuce. I'm Jack Physic of the... Um, Uneven Testes. And he's Lydia of the Suspicious Rash. Pleased to meet you both. Here is my own. What brings you strangers to Devon? Actually, we're looking for this. Does it mean anything to you? It's just a circle. It could be anything. Yes, that's what I thought. This is my wife, Sharonopolis. But you may call her Luce. All right, love. Hello, strangers. Wife, these uh, men need some traditional clothes so they will be fit to see our mighty God. All right, I'll go have a look out the back, but we might not have enough chickens. So what is this religion of yours? We follow the commands of our God, Omologe. He was revealed to us as a divine entity during a time of great suffering. It was a silly conflict, really, between the people who like those unidentifiable hard orange bits in their muesli and the rest of us who have to spend minute after minute picking them out one by one into a tiny pile by the side of our bowl. Calm down, love. Remember what our Lord would say? Of course. Forgive me, I forget myself. Anyway, back then, Omologe was nothing but the young, foppish son of our king. When the king died in a fatal accident that involved some oats and some reckless, reckless rolling, we thought Omologe would make a poor replacement. He was an idiot! He was. But then suddenly he stood up high on a balcony and shouted down to us, People of Debenham, put down your spoons. Be at peace with one another. For I am a divine being sent down from heaven to live amongst you, to observe you, cleverly disguised as a complete twat. But now the time has come when I can reveal my true identity to you. I am not just Omologe of the Slim Ankles. I am your mighty god, Omologe of the Slim Ankles. And you believed him? He performed miracles right in front of our eyes. He took a potato, an ordinary potato, and enclosed it into a strange-looking book. When he opened it, the potato was cut into slices. Wavy slices. With impossibly perfect ridges. It was like a thousand tiny hands had carved each one. We knew then that he must be a god. And we've devoted our lives to his word ever since. His every word? Yeah, it's not a bad life. Up at three, shave 400 ducklings, spin their fur into fine thread, and then hand weave it into a pair of blessed pants for our Lord. Pull out 15 teeth from various members of the community, we've got a rotor, and grind them up using our remaining teeth to make the holy facial scrub. Good. God, he is good. He stopped the war and brought peace to our lands. But you will see for yourselves. Here are your outfits. We didn't have any more chickens, so I've got you an angora rabbit. Here's a scrunchie. I'll tie him in a top knot so you can see. And for the little one, I've got a dormouse. Don't worry, dear. He's hibernating at the moment. Just be careful not to wake him, because he gets a bit testy and he'll probably eat you alive. Fantastic. Thanks. Whoa, what are you doing there, Deuce? Removing your trousers so I can apply the post-it. Look, let me do it. Now you are ready. Come with me. Where it was, dreamers come.
This place is incredible. What are they saying? It is the language of the gods. Only our Lord understands it. He said our heads would explode in awe if he translated it. It sounds familiar. Wait a minute. What, do, what is that big circular thing they're praying to? Oh, you mean the great circle of much roundiness? When, uh, when I showed you that drawing earlier... The circle? Yeah. Did you not think that this great big circle might just fit the bill? Well, I suppose it is kind of similar. Do you mind if I join in the prayer for a bit? Our Lord will come out soon. That's fine. I'll just be over there with my eyes completely closed, as we all have. Not a peek during prayer, or else our eyes will melt. So our Lord says... That's great, dudes. You go ahead. Idiot. This is our chance, Lydia. We have to grab it and run. What if they catch us? They're insane. They'll pull out my petals and grind my leaves to make an exquisite and luxurious perfume with undertones of neurotic but forbidden love for their Lord Homileggy or whatever he's called. I have to get back. Fresh piles could ring at any minute. I'm going for it. Edelweiss, Edelweiss, every morning you greet me. Come on, Chris. Small and white, clean and bright. Now just Sean. You look happy to me, me. Now just Chris. Chris. Yo, yo, come on ho. If you don't put out me now, I'll take my gun and pow. I'll blow your brains right out. Get down on your knees and suck my... Chris! Chris! What? Don't use that filthy language. Why not? Grown-ups use it. Why can't children? Because... It's dirty. How could words be dirty? What they mean is dirty, Chris. What's dirty to one person might not be considered dirty to another, Sophia. That's just ignorant. Look, uh, Sean, say something. We both want this after all. Of course we do, dear. Look, Chris, sometimes people just... Hello? Fresh piles? Yes, I know, for the interview. No, actually, he's not. But you see, I'm not. Oh, no, wait. I'll do it. Hello? Mate, good news. You got a proper interview with Fresh Piles. Really? That's brilliant. <coughs> but I didn't do the phone interview. Yeah, they rang and they thought I was you and I tried to tell them but they said it's now or never so I had to do it for you. But hey, you've got an interview, it's in an hour, you'd better get here quick and get changed. Are you at the job centre? Anyone stabbed you yet? And we hereby sentence the thieves to death at first light. Not yet, Sean. Not yet. Anyway, better go. Yep. Yep. We'll see you later. Yep. Yeah. Bye. Sorry about that. You couldn't just put that back in my belt, could you? <clears throat> Thanks. Take them to their cell. <laughs> no, please. <clears throat> what do we do now? I can't die here. I've got an interview. The company will come and save us, won't they? I'm a level six. We're important people. Aren't we? The company won't help us. I told you we shouldn't take it. 
How was I to know their bloody god was going to come out? Mighty god, gentlemen. It was unfortunate timing indeed. You didn't see me do anything, did you? Maybe. Maybe not. Because my miracles sometimes take a little preparation. But they're still miracles. Oh, mighty homologue of the slim ankles, please forgive us. We will leave this place immediately and never return, I swear. You tried to steal something sacred to my people. I cannot let you go. You will both die at first light. No, I beg you. Look, here's the truth. I don't want to take your big circle. The company I work for want it. I don't even know why. They sent me here. I can give you their number if you want to complain. I really have to get out of here, homologue. Please, sir. Uh, not, not so formal. OK. Um, uh... Call me Log. Log, of course. I've got a really important interview very soon that I desperately want to go to. Please. No, it's, it's impossible. I want to see one of your miracles. Lydia, don't talk to him like that. Forgive us, your worship. No, no, it's, uh, it's good practice. Let's see what I've got here. Is that a Red Cross sack? Aha! Here's a good one. I will miraculously change the colour of your skin to a streaky orange tone in two to three hours. Oh! What else have you got in there? I have this. It's called a Jackso Touch. With it, I can miraculously produce metal bits. Observe! That's my old stapler. How could you have my old stapler? I put it out for a charity collection the other day with a load of other... No, wait a minute. I asked you to put it out. Lydia, what did you do? I shoved it in the cupboard, OK? I'm a pansy. How am I supposed to lug your rubbish outside? Didn't you notice there was another dimension in there? Why have you got a fake tan? I'm naturally pasty and feel uncomfortable with a trouser-to-shorts changeover and stop trying to change the subject. That dimension must have been this one, but years in the past. So, it was you who sent the holy bag of miracles? Yes, it was I. And you wouldn't have any powers without it. We are your forefathers. We can show you more miracles if you let us out for a minute. Really? Well... OK, but promise not to run off. Oh, promise. No. Sorry, sorry, coming through. Sorry, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Uh, other way, other way, sorry. Coming through. I... I... I'm... Security! No, 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 I'm... I'm here for an interview. Head of customer service analysts. Really? Take a seat. Thank you. <sighs> Bard? What? Whoa, that's quite a cast. Covers every inch of you, doesn't it? What was it? A skiing accident or something? Oh, God. Eddie? Bard. The boo 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 I don't know what you're trying to say. He asked if you are here for an interview also? I am Olga, his private nurse. Oh, hi. Hi, Olga. I, I'm Jack. <laughs> Wait a minute. He's here for the interview too. He can't even speak properly. He is getting better. He can say three letters now. This morning he could say nothing at all. So how did he get past the phone interview? Ah, he is so clever. He communicates using a nostril quivering as used once or twice by uh, 9th century monks in the uh, Monastery de Snows. We hire a translator. 
Oh, you clever. Double. Like this? Ooh, ooh, boo. Oh, God. Ooh, boo, 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 boo. Ooh, you. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Mr. Vandabulous and uh, Mr. Fizzy Cock? Boo? Yes? I'm Martin, Deputy Chief of Fiber Output. We're uh, ready for you now. Come this way. That's an interesting look you have there. He's been in accident. No, I uh, meant Mr. Fizzycock here. Oh, um, it's traditional. Of course it is. Haribo to you, my friend. We welcome ethnic diversity here at Fresh Piles. Like a slogan says, if it ain't white, we'll clean it. Yeah. What? Gentlemen, I'd like you to meet Polly, Senior Customer Service Analyst Advisor, and Kevin, Head of Freshness. Hello. Hi, hi. I'm Jack. Hello. Hi. Nice How are you doing? You. Nice to meet you. I'm Jack. Take a seat. I hope you don't mind our informal open table interviewing technique. Is that for us? What? The pot plant. Unless you just like carrying pansies around with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> because that would be mad, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Here you go. I'd like to hear about what experience you could bring to the role. Jack, we'll start with you. I understand this role is a notch-up from your previous position, isn't it? Yes, but I feel ready to take on new challenges. Uh, my time as Deputy Junior Senior Customer Service Analyst has given me lots of valuable experience in this field. But you're not currently working. No. Why not? What the... I, I felt it was time to move on. <laughs> and Mr Van Dabulus? What can you bring to fresh piles? That's fantastic. Exactly what we're looking for. But... Yes, Mr Fizzycock? Nothing. Of course, we also need someone who has lots of new ideas and initiative. Oh, in my last job I devised a new strategy to prevent stationary migration. Hmm. Bob. Wow. Do you mind if I make a note of that? Do. You know, it's that kind of genius that we need. That's Fresh Piles thinking. But he's not even saying real words. Do you have a problem with disabled people, Mr. Fizzycock? Because here at Fresh Piles, we welcome them as equals. Like it says on this mug here, if it ain't broken, it's safe to drink. What? No, I'm not saying that at all. Well put. Poignant. Something for us all to think about. Ooh. Oh, uh, thanks. I'm, I'm single, actually. Mm? I'm single, too. Mikey! Yes, boss? Call my wife and tell her I want a divorce. Okay, boss. Yeah, me too. Well, he's not single, so it doesn't matter, does it? Calm down, Mr Fizzycock. We'd like you both to prepare presentations on how you could improve productivity here. Let's take a break and meet back in an hour. Yes, good idea, Polly. Although I think we all know who the winner here is. I can hear you. Oh, sorry. We all know who the winner here is. And thus, when the argument is followed through to its logical conclusion, it becomes clear that not only are you wrong, Sophia, you're also naive and easily led. Wow. Tell us the bit about Plato again. Sean! Sorry. Stop waving your lightsaber around before something gets broken. No! Give it here! Leave Give it here! Give it here! Give it here! How'd it go? How did it go? How did it go? Wonderfully, actually. That's great! 
Your eye, it's twitching quite a lot. Perfectly, perfectly well. If my name was Eddie Van Dabulus. What? Apparently, Eddie only needs a repertoire of nine vaguely distinct noises, one of which is boob, to continue his systematic screwing of my ass. So it's between you and Eddie? When were you here? I'm supposed to go back there soon, but there's no point. We all know who's getting the job. This is exactly what happened seven years ago. We both applied for the same job and he ended up being my boss. It was humiliating. Don't give up now. You've come this far. Come where? I didn't even get myself that interview. You did. They don't want a loser like me. They want a winner like you or or Eddie. It's over. I'm going to have a shower. And after that, we'll get out of your hair. Yeah? Jack? Where's the towel? The towel. Ah, oh, thank you. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, much better. Mr. Fiscock. Ah! Uh, oh, it's you. Indeed. I've been sent regarding the matter of your failure to retrieve the great circle of much roundiness from Dimension 413. You're the one who tricked me into signing up for this rubbish. You signed that document of your own free will. If you have any objections, there is a number you can ring. How did you know it's called the Great Circle of Much Roundiness? If I had one, I'd call it that. I thought the company didn't know anything about it. They don't, and neither do you. I'm here to inform you that unless you retrieve the circle before the end of the day, you will be downgraded from an impressive level six to a pathetic level five. That isn't even worth the spittle I just discharged onto your face. No, please, I like being a level six. I'll see myself out. No, it's mine! Get over, don't want to! Were you having problems in there? I thought I heard you shout. You have no idea. So I guess we'll be off then. Chris, give me that lightsaber or you won't have any comics for a month. Thank you. Now stop showing off. You're not Darth Vader. You're... Dad? That's it. Um, I'm taking these toys, Chris, and confiscating them until you can behave. Why did he go into the bathroom again? I think he's having problems. And when the correct ratio of ginger to nuts is achieved, Mrs. of the Pillow Face, I will release your husband from the dungeon of certain Jeff, as named by Jeffertees the certain who was certain that anyone who went in would die. Yeah. Moving on to point 307. Shit. Um. Citizens of Devonham, your god homologate has been lying to you. What? Who's that? Who's saying that? He is not a god. He is a fraud, a cheap conjurer. But now I can introduce you to the true god. Sexy people of Devonham, I give you the magnificent Jar Fader of the massive cock. It's not that big. I have been sent down from heaven to save you from the tyranny of this imposter. Worship me. Revere me. Obey me. No, I'm the only god here. He's the one tricking you. Don't listen to him. I command you not to listen to him. Who are you really and what are you trying to do? I'm the one you tried to have killed, remember? And I know your secrets, so you better not try and stop me. 
I'm going to take over as your leader. And the first thing I require is to see the great circle of much roundiness. <laughs> You're going to lose them now. That circle is sacred to them. They'll never let you take it. How can you trust this fool with the circle? He'll steal it from you for certain. Show us a miracle! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Alan Jones got a bigger one than that. Yes, imposter! Show us! Oh dear! I'm not sure what I could possibly do to impress you. Perhaps. Perhaps this lightsaber would do it. <laughs> I've got one of those. Oh, of course you have. But. I bet you don't have a magical ring that can tell your mood by changing colour. See? It's green! That means I'm light, self-conscious! Wait! The Holy Book of Jamie Oliver predicted this very day. It says that a stranger will come with an ugly face and an average to small-sized chicken. And he will falsely claim to be the true god. Beware of this and do not believe him! This is the holy book that only you have read. He said our faces would fall off if we looked at it. It's about 80% feathers. Well, I've read it too. In fact, I wrote it. Yes, that's right. And I purposefully put that warning in as a test to see who's clever enough to see through the lie. I'll do anything you say. No! You have chosen wisely. Now fetch me the circle. Go. I must take the circle to the heavens now. It must be with the gods. Do not worry, for they will take good care of it. Farewell. What about us? Hmm? Yes, leader. Are you just going to leave your people? Oh, uh, no, of course not. I'm just popping to heaven for a bit. I'll be back soon. Uh, why don't you... Um, Make some holy lip warmers out of uh, the hair of virginal koalas. I love you! You're late, Mr. Fizzycock. I was busy devastating lives. Let's just do this. I've got places I need to be. Okay, so Mr. Fizzycock, as you. You know why they call me Fizzycock? Because that's how it feels, Polly. Right. Anyway. Kevin's had a bit of a mishap, as you can see, but he's going to soldier on. I've never seen anything like it. A guinea pig somehow got in and started to take the pop plant. Kevin tried to stop it, but it got all crazy and attacked him. What? He said it was a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Anyway, back to business. Kevin, I believe you've got a question? Can I just stop you there, Kevin? You're making about as much sense as a claustrophobic tapeworm. All you people need to know is that I'm the best there is. Mikey. Yes, boss? Fetch me a coffee. Black, with two sugars. Okay, boss. That's how I like everything, Polly. I'm white. Let's not mess around any longer. Everything that's been said here, they're just words. Meaningless. Empty. Words. I'm a man of action. I do. I am. And then I do it again. Faster. Harder. With improved flexibility and posture. Is that what you're looking for, Martin? Would that do it for you? What, what are we talking about? We're talking about cutting through all this bullshit and getting down to business. Give me five minutes in this job and I'll ram my ideas so deep into fresh piles, even the photocopier will need a cigarette. Mr Fizzycock, I don't think that's appropriate. Maybe that's everything you need, Polly. How dare you! 
Finally, some sense. So we could use this strategy across a number of platforms. Fantastic. Well, I think we're done. Congratulations, Eddie. Sterling job. No, wait! I haven't finished telling you about my strategy to, um, uh, to satisfy you all. At once! I think we've heard enough. Just get out. Fine. I'll go. This job didn't mean anything to me anyway. I'll just... What? The Fresh Piles logo. I didn't notice it before. Yes, it is a bit basic. I suppose that's what you get when you hire a five-year-old. Mikey! Yes, boss? You're fired. Okay, boss. Good luck, Jack. I'm sure you'll find something that's more suitable for you. Like it says on this shredder here, no more than four pages at a time. Thanks, Martin. That means a lot. Um, sorry for how I was just then. I wasn't myself. Jack! Bye, Jack! Yeah, bye, Jack. Oh! Did you get the job? No, Eddie did. Are you drunk? Bad luck. See you later. Maybe it wasn't right for me anyway. Maybe I need to rethink my whole life strategy so that it covers more platforms. That's a good idea. Bye then. Where's Chris? He's in bed. Shh. You two are going to be great parents. We've decided we don't want children yet. Frankly, I'd rather eat my own face. Chris only went quiet when that guinea pig of yours showed up. He does have a way with kids. Night. And the evil Lord Homologe was banished and the good people of Debenham were free. Everyone rejoiced and loved Jarth Vader. Deuce and Luce and the medium to small-sized chicken, they were all finally happy. Where did Jarth Vader go? He, um, he... People of Debenham, this is your god speaking. Put down the koalas. I'm... I'm not a god. You shouldn't worship me or anyone else. I lied to you. I'm sorry. I know this is devastating news. You'll, You'll just have to slowly rebuild your lives, piece by piece, day by day, until the pain finally fades. Goodbye and good luck. One day you'll find a leader who's more suitable for you. Excuse me, crowd. I am looking for some followers who need guidance, love, and wisdom. This rock is really pointy! Jesus. That was Finsbury, Episode 3, starring Will Parsons as Jack, Alex McCann as Mr. Squeaky, Lee Arnott played Lydia, Sean Cameron as Sean, Richard Osborne as Eddie, Michelle Donkin played Sophia, Bethan Kay played Deuce, and Lawrence Tate was the announcer. All other characters were played by members of the cast. Finsbury was written and produced by Rebecca Bowley, Michelle Donkin and Will Parsons. The sound engineer was Rebecca Bowley. Sound design by Rachel Tate. (laughs) 